Yo, what's up? Man versus Marriage Nation, it's me, your man, the Q-Dog. I'm on for a quick disclaimer. This particular episode, Who Decides When We Have Sex, um, ends abruptly. Um, Jeannie and I had to end up taking our daughter, well, she had to end up taking our daughter to work. We ran up against a hard stop. And this one just ends on a, a pretty dead note. So, just so you know, we have... Who Decides When We Have Sex, Episode 2. And this is live. It's raw. It is unedited. And so just be aware for what you're getting in for. You probably never heard us talk just like this. With that being said, go get some, baby. Cue dog out. Roll tight. In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, Who Decides When We Have Sex? This will be an open discussion. Um, no real plans for the show. But I'm curious to see our points of view. We'll be right back. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, the Q Diggity Dog, in the Moran Family Studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Honey, say what's up? What's up? There you go. See, you just gonna repeat what I'm saying and get a citation. You say, hey. Um, but it's good. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we are here. Before we get started in this episode, which I know you're all waiting for, make sure that you share this podcast, please. That's the way we broaden the platform to help more men and women in their marriages. So I'm counting on you to do your part. I will continue to do my part. Jeannie will continue to do her part. And now we're counting on you. Around the world, I don't care. Show it to 50, 60 people, each of you. That'll help. With that being said, don't forget the email address, Quincy at mvsmpodcast.com. Yes, check it out. Check out QuincyMoran.com. Figure out on there somewhere where you can be a subscriber. I need to get better at that. Thinking about hiring um, somebody to help me manage the social media contact side of this because I do not have the time to invest in it. It's a bootstrap organization. With that being said, it's now time for this episode that I've had in my pocket for a while. And I'm interested to see what becomes of it. Is it a five-minute episode? Or is it a 30-minute discussion? Because I'm really, really interested to see. Okay. Who? Ask yourself this question. Hope it doesn't cause any problems in your relationship. But in your perception, in your marriage, who decides when y'all have sex? Big topic. I could, I could see what y'all download. So I know people like episodes talking about sex. Um. And this, is, this episode's not for you as much as it's for me to better understand my marriage. So, honey, if I'm asking you um, just your right-off-the-cuff take, who decides when we have sex, you or me? Well, I can't answer that accurately because it feels like it's you. But you would probably say it's me. So let me get this straight. Your take 
is I decide when we have sex. Do you want to know what my take is? Yeah, you think I decide when we have sex. How do you know what I think? I haven't even said anything. Go ahead, Quincy. What? Who do you think decides when we have sex? You. Exactly. So, is that healthy? I, I have no idea how you decide or how you perceive that I decide when we have sex. Because um, I think... Here's the way I think about it, and then please just be honest with, you know, with your assessment, because I believe an episode like this can really help. Because um, number one, I'm sitting over here thinking you're the one who decides when we have sex, and in full disclosure, I think we have a lot of sex. We do. Um, but there are still times we're idiots, and we can't read signs, and we have these precon or prearranged, you know. Signs or what would you call them? Actions. I don't know. Something we do to let the other person know that it's like, hey, tonight, baby, let's get it on. Um, but that gets screwed up. And it and a lot of times looking back, it's a just a simple miscommunication. But um we both, I mean, in a healthy relationship, it's like you should both decide when you have sex. Like in my mind, it's like, hey, baby, I want you. Yeah, let's do it. And you're like, hey, baby, I want you. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I think, is that most of the time what you're feeling of how that goes? or Usually. Yeah. Okay. Well, and so help me better understand how you come up with that conclusion that I decide when we have sex because I didn't realize I had so much influence because mm, you're well you're not real good at catching signs sometimes you're you're not real good at it um hints so that's why we had just just to pause you there that's why we had to go from maybe you just weren't good at giving the signs maybe I do have to accept responsibility that I'm not really great at picking up on those signs. But that's why we had to go to, if I do this, it means I want to have sex. Like that from your, you do that to me or I do this to you. I mean, it's nothing kinky. It's just we kiss, you know, there's a certain thing we do when we kiss and it's like, ooh, let's do it. You know, that thing. So... Just, I'm going to shut up now, and you give me your point of view on what it what it looks like. I don't know. I mean, there's some nights where I'll say something or make comments and find you asleep in the bed, and I just figure I'm I'm not going to wake you up. You've had a hell of a week. You haven't had much sleep. I let it be, or. I don't know. I mean, I'm reading a book. You're getting ready for bed. We've already discussed this. You come to bed, you lay down, and then nothing happens. And somehow it ends up being my fault because I'm in a book. Like, well, I was already here, and you were in the bathroom, so I just assumed you were going to let me know when things were starting. And you don't. So I'm, okay. I can skip. I don't know. We just lately, I think it's been 
our communication on that kind of sucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're still screwing like three, four times a week. So Honey, obviously we're not what? having too bad. Of How are you going to freaking say that? <laughs> we're still screwing? Well, I mean, I would say the other word, but you don't like the other word. So yeah, see, your face lights up. You don't like that word, but in context, you like that word. See, see, this is one of those moments. It's one of those signs. I don't know. Am I supposed to say it or not say it? Mm-hmm. This, that has nothing to do. We're having sex three to four times a week. Do you feel better now? I think that's slightly more palatable than we're still screwing three or four times a week. Why? If you contemplate the details. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going into specifics. I'm just saying that's what it is what it is. <laughs> I know, but there's like a... Ooh, you're blushing. I am sort of blushing, and you I don't are. know why. The air conditioner's not working anyway. But yeah, uh-huh. Sure, that's <sighs> it. That's I, it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a there's a context behind screwing. I don't even know what the context is, but it just sounds funny to me. Um, So here, you I know... I don't mind it. Huh? I don't mind it. <laughs> no, I... I Obviously, you don't because you said it. That's that's cool. Um, the what year did we go to the dream again? Mm, it's been like three or four years. Yeah, like four years ago, we went to one extraordinary marriage. If you don't listen to their podcast, I encourage you to do so. I'm not caught up in the episodes lately because I've just been doing other things. But I do need to get back. I mean, Tony and Alicia are great. They're probably the leader in marriage podcast. Definitely somebody I admire. And we went to their we went to their uh, conference in San Diego, and that's one of the things that you know they discussed like openly. How many times a week do you want to have sex? And so, I think what was your your number was three to four, and I was like four to five. So mm-hmm. it's like whoa. We're right there, you know, we're on the same target. That's that's good news for me. That's good news for you. Um, but, you know, I still, there's still like, there's still some residue probably from how our relationship was more than 10 years ago. Because I'm, I'm not really afraid to be rejected by anybody except you. And so there were times, you know, back in the day where I just would pick the wrong time to be, uh, what's the dang word? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's like a spur of the moment. I can't think of the word. Spontaneous? Um, ah, there you go. That's I'd pick the wrong times to be spontaneous. And maybe it's because, you know, you're up until 2 o'clock in the morning uh, with one of the kids or whatever. And so I'd try to make my move in the morning, and it would just go nowhere. And it's like, I'm not a morning person in case y'all didn't notice. There are times when you are a morning person and you in hotels with no children and no neighbors. Yes. And you, uh, (laughs) you mount your attack and I like it. Um, but there it kind of, it kind of bleeds over into what we do now. I mean, recently we had a situation where like you were in the shower and our shower doors now in this new house we bought, they are clear. And I like that because when I go in to the to the bathroom and there you are in the shower, I'm going to take as much time as possible to watch you in the shower because I like watching you in the shower. And so, you know, 
I'm we agreed earlier in the day that we both wanted some some loving. And then I'm there, you know, watching you in the shower, gawking at you, you know, fawning over you. And it's like, okay, well, we've already set this up, so I'm going to kick it in the bed until you're done in the shower. And then when you get out here, we'll do our thing. And then you sit down and you get on your phone immediately. And I'm like, well, I guess something different has happened. And I, you know, admittedly, the phone is an area of contention between you and I. And I, I, I get sick of the telephone. I get sick of walking into a room, not even in a room with my family, but let's just say go, go to di- next time you're at dinner. Put your phone away and then just look around from time to time and see what couples, friends, see what people are doing. Their neck is down. They're looking at their phone. They're not even like associating with each other. And so, you know, in the past, you have gotten lost in your telephone because you're getting to that point where I don't even remember how to put it, but, you know, you're going into like depression zone or something of that nature. So you're reading to kind of get away. And I, I associate the phone, the book and all that together. Like what, what's go, what is happening? Is this happening again? And so when I look at our sex life and being intentional and prioritizing each other, when I'm walking out, my expectation is this, I've never communicated until this moment, but uh, my expectation is this. If we're, if we're planning on enjoying some sex time together, um, you're in, in the room on your phone reading your book or checking the weather or gardening tips or whatever, I, that's fine. Do it. But when I come in and we're planning on something, why wouldn't the phone just be like, oh, I'm going to mark it here, put it away, because now our priority is us, not gardening, but it's us. So I look at that as, to me, it's a sign to say she has a different priority now. So what we planned is not on her priority list because she's gotten involved in something else. So that's the way it is. So I'm just going to go ahead and go to sleep. But here's the thing. Yeah. You don't say anything. If I'm on my phone and you need my attention... Say something. I will put the phone down. You don't. You just lay down and you close your eyes or you turn on your sleep noise and you do your own thing. You do it in the car too. I'll be on my phone. You'll get mad. You won't say anything. You'll be grumpy. And then a few minutes later when I go, what's up? You got in the car and you're on your phone. And you're automatically mad, but you don't say anything. If we were having a conversation or you want me not on my phone, say something. Okay. And I will gladly put my phone away, but it doesn't, I I don't know why it doesn't work that way, but you just, you shut down and go quiet instead of asking or, you know, did we plan, did plans change? What? No, I was waiting for you. I can put my phone away, no problem. But if you don't say anything and I'm in what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, chances are I'm not even thinking because you're in the room, you go to your drawer, you get your stuff, you've got a few routine things that you do before you lay down, and then you lay down. 
So is the idea like because I and and I've I've held you to the wrong standard before in the past, and I realized it because I'm incredibly intentional with what I do. And I expect, I had the expectation that, well, shoot, if I'm intentional, she's intentional. So if she's doing X, Y, or Z, she's made this a priority now because it's been a, it's been like a contention in the past. So now if I walk in the room, if you're being intentional and so am I, it's like, oh, he's in now. I'm going to pause. I'll just put my phone away. Um, so that we we can be a priority. What we decided to plan is a priority. Why should I have to speak up and say, "Hey, are you done with your phone yet?" Why why wouldn't that just be something naturally? No matter if you're invested in it or not. I mean, we've kind of we've come to this agreement that we both have the same desire and we want each other. We know the phone has kind of been a contention between us in the past. So, at what point is it like? What, at what point do you change your behavior as opposed to me being the one that has to change my behavior each time? I'm not saying you're the only one who has to change your behavior, but I am saying if there's something going on and you don't like it or you're not comfortable with it, speak up. Because if you don't, I, I have no clue. I have no clue. Now, I can put my phone down and you can lay down and you will still lay there and do nothing. That's like, okay. Are we doing this? Am I making the move? Are you making the move? What's happening here? Yeah. And it's it's frustrating because it's okay, you made this a priority. This was your intention. Now what? Yeah. But if I'm if I'm coming in the room and you're on your phone, when you're done with your phone you're expecting me to make the move when I'm there to make you a priority, but you're doing something else. That's the part I don't understand. Okay, let's switch this. If you were on your phone or you were watching TV and I walk in the room naked, do you not stop everything and we know exactly what's about to happen now? Yes. Okay, if you walk in the room naked and I have a phone in my hand, do I not put the phone down because now I have a clear message as to what's about to happen? Yes. Okay. So why is it when you walk in with clothing on and I have a phone on, you can't just ask the question. Or if I put the phone down and you lay down, we sit there like, okay, who does what now? <laughs> I, I'm looking at you going, I mean, you could just as easily do it as easy as I do. I mean, so what's what's the converse, what's the expectation? I don't Who initiated it? Who initiated it? That's what I'm saying. If if you tell me you need me that evening, you initiate everything. I just show up with no clothing on and that's that's it. You take care of everything else. Not to say I'm not a participant, but you get what I'm saying, you start everything. Same with me. If I tell you, you need to get cleaned up, there is no question what I'm talking about. And I take over. So why is this? I don't know. Why is it? I don't know. That's what I'm saying, though. Who initiated it? If you initiated it and you come in the room and you lay in the bed and you're not doing anything, I'm expecting you to initiate going forward. 
You started it. Okay, well, start it. I mean, I'm I'm expecting the same thing, but I'm also expecting that whether I'm clothed or not clothed, it, when I when I'm coming in, you know, we're putting everything else aside. Do I need to do I need to like romantically, you know, tear my blouse and grab your phone and put it to the side and then you know engage you? I don't know, but it's like, how do we keep? That would definitely be interesting, but no. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a Although men don't wear blouse. I'm just throwing that <laughs> out there. Nacho Libre wore a blouse. Quincy, he also wore underwear on the outside of his tights. So does Superman. So, no. Um, with that being said, how do we... And he wipes his do, tears with grass. <laughs> how do we get past these petty little situations that we keep, like we keep coming up against? How do, how does that change? I don't have an answer for you because you're expecting me to change something and I'm expecting you to change something and neither one of us is I'm willing to change. I'm look, if I can change, everybody can change. Um I'll change. What what change needs to happen for what do we both need to do so that we don't do this again? We already know where we are. Like that's clear. We actually know this about each other, and we still let it happen. Like, it still happens. So, who gets to the point to be the bigger person to say, you know, I'm going to change this time, and or I'm going to say this, because I don't, I don't like going to bed frustrated. The last time that it happened actually wasn't frustrated, because you were doing some gardening stuff, and it's like, oh, maybe she just changed her mind. So I'll just go to sleep. It's not a big deal. And then I put, uh, I was having trouble falling asleep, so I just put Ed my lead on because I wanted to hear, like I wanted to try to absorb stuff through osmosis, you know, just listening to it for a little while. Um, so it was nothing, I had no ill will against you. It's just like, this lady was licking my lips all day and, you know, making the moves, and then I come in the room and she's reading. I come in the room, she doesn't put the phone down. Maybe things changed for her. Usually we'll say if things change, usually, you know, to our credit, we'll say something about a rain check. Um, but that wasn't discussed. And sometimes things just change. And so I was like, well, she knows I need to get up early or whatever. You know, she knows this. I'm, t I'm making all kinds of assumptions on why you're doing what you're doing. You're over there making assumptions on why I'm doing what I'm doing or you're just so invested in what you are, you've forgotten the rest of the world. I know you can do that. And so we don't do anything. And then you make a passing comment when I'm half asleep. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And I make a comment. And it's like, you don't know what that means. And then we, you know, wash, rinse, rinse, wash, recycle, repeat. And so we'll go through several days Life is good. Everything's clicking. Um, you know, and then we'll hit this hiccup every once in a while. So my goal through this show is who decides we to have sex is for us to talk it out. I'm, I'm sure other couples are going through this or maybe everybody's got it all figured out. I don't know. Um, but I really wanted to see what is it that causes us to keep, you know, coming across this hurdle 
and what can we do to fix it? Because there's enough going on in life without us still hitting this same pitfall because it continues to happen in various ways. So what are you willing to do and what am I willing to do so we can avoid this in the future? I don't know. I mean, generally my routine is when I go in the room and get in the bed, I get on my phone until we start something or you fall asleep and I read a book or something. So I guess if you come in the room, I'm supposed to put my phone down and wait and see what happens and then decide if I'm supposed to be on my phone. I don't know. That sounds I, a I little, don't know either. that That's... sounds slightly dismissive to me, but I don't know. Well, I'm asking you. It's like, yeah. The phone is a big contention for us. It's, it really is. And it's not because I'm ignoring you. But if you don't tell me or you don't say something to get my attention, I'm probably lost in what I'm doing. And I'm not even thinking, if you're in the bathroom and cleaning up or what have you and getting ready and I'm on my phone, I'm invested in what I've got in front of my face. Okay. So it's not, I mean, it's not all on you. It's definitely on me too, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. I guess I just won't pick up my phone when I come into the bedroom and I'll just wait and see what's happening before I touch my phone because that seems to be the point of contention. Well, that's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm just asking what are we both willing to do so that we don't keep coming across this. And I, I could tell, like, you're getting frustrated about it. But Well, yeah, because my phone is always an issue and it irritates me because I'm not the only one with the phone, but we'll leave that alone for now. Yeah. It's just... Say something. That's the most frustrating thing to me is you don't say anything. You don't ask questions. You don't say anything. You just lay down and you run it through your head. And three days later, we're having a conversation at 1.30 in the morning because you can't sleep because there's this tension here between us for some reason and we can't figure it out. So the solution is for me to change and for me to say something. I'm not asking you to change. I'm asking you to say something. If it doesn't feel right or you're not sure about something, say something. I do. If I don't know, I ask you. Okay. I mean, if you're laying there and you're half asleep, I'll ask you, are you going to bed? Or, or you know, you need to get up early. Do we need to change plans? Nope. Okay, then we don't need to. Sometimes it's yes. Okay. But you're not saying anything to me, so I don't I don't think about my phone being an issue. I don't think about me being in a book being a problem. It's my normal routine. Even on the nights when you're not here, that's my normal routine. So I don't even think about it. I will try to. It's interesting because I've expressed like plenty about how just being constantly on your telephone is an issue for me, but it remains not to be an issue for you. And that, do I need to speak up and say something? I do. But I need to give you, I need to like be flexible enough for you just to know that, well, that's just, that's just the way you are and you're just lost in your book and your, your phone's not a problem for you. So I, I'm the one who really needs to make an adjustment because it's really not a big deal. That's kind of the way it's like coming out there. 
if I'm on my phone when you come into the room and you're ready to move on to something else, yes, say something. I'll put it away. I don't have a problem putting it down. Okay. I'm I'm looking at it going... When when you tell me something, you you talk to me or you say these are my needs, then I'm intentional to the best of my ability to make those connections on those needs, to ensure that I'm I'm being intentional so that you know. You want to know you're a priority. You want to know you're safe. You want to know you're provided for. So I'm changing actions. And I'm doing things with intention. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not making, I'm not making light of anything here, but at, at what point does that, are, are you doing that in this particular situation? Okay, so again, what are you asking? Are you asking me to not get on my phone when we go into the room and you're getting ready for bed? I can do that. Give me the playbook, dude. What do you want? That's well, what I'm asking you. You want me to make a change. Okay, what change are you asking me for? Are you asking me to not have my phone when we go into the room until we've decided what we're doing or we're doing what we're going to do and then get on my phone? What What is it that you're asking me to change? Here's here's Okay, here's what I'm asking us to change. Prioritize us and at the point where one of us walks in, be intentional to prioritize us and not say, well, it's not a big deal. I'm just lost in what I'm doing because I'm not going to operate that way. I'm going to be intentional. Now, I need to speak up. I do. Why don't I? I don't know because I'm afraid of rejection, I guess. Or I'm just allowing myself to get offended because I don't feel like you're prioritizing me at that time. You're prioritizing your phone because that is what you're doing. I could be off on that. It doesn't seem like I'm off because whatever you're doing has become your priority. But I was doing something while you were in the other room. Right. Doing something. So. And I'm finishing up what I'm doing when you come into the room. Maybe you're just not aware of what it is on the outside because... No, I think you just have a contention with the phone and every time you see me with a phone in my hand, you automatically get this, ugh. That's partially true. And that's just... So no matter where we are or what we're doing, if I've got a phone in my hand and you want a conversation or something else, you're automatically on the defense. It's it's not all the time. It's a pretty good chunk of time. But flipping the table on it, you're on yours all the time too. And I know it's work, but it ain't no different. Because you could be on a day off and still be answering phone calls and emails and you can't even get into a conversation yet because you got to finish answering an email. So, so, so then what you're telling me is you see no difference in you reading a book for pleasure and me having to answer emails for No, work. I'm saying there's no difference in the phone. Oh. I'm concentrated on what I'm doing. You're concentrated on what you're doing. So we're not concentrated on the person in front of us. 
Am I saying one is more important than the other? No. I'm saying we're both concentrated on a screen. I think you get frustrated just for the simple fact that it's the phone that I'm looking at. If I was sitting there watching TV, it wouldn't bother you in the slightest. Well, that in, in that sense, it's because we're being present in the moment together. We're like enjoying the same moment together. So we're prioritizing each other. No, if I was watching the TV while you were in the bathroom getting ready and you came back out, it would not bother you if I was watching something on TV. Let me, let me just you tell you, out. let me tell you this legitimately. If you're on your phone reading or gardening or whatever, you're checking, I, whatever. That's your, prior, that's your prerogative to do. But when I come in the room and we've talked about we're going to have sex tonight and I come in and you don't change anything and I could lay there, I've laid there for like up to 15 minutes and you're still doing what you're doing. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how my perception is off that that's not, that's your priority right now. Do I need to say something? Sure. I'll, then fine, I'll say something. But where's the accountability for your behavior to say, oh, he has physically walked in the room. Now I'm going to make him my priority because I'm coming to make you my priority. Okay, so. Where's the move? You come in and you lay down. Where's the move? What move? The initiate move. Something. Anything. Touching, kissing, anything to initiate. This is where we're going now. Where is that? Or does that fall to me too? No, it doesn't fall to you. It falls to us. I mean, it's like an in the moment thing. I'm not, we don't have to plan specifically what's going to happen. I'm not saying plan it, but where is it? You came in with the priority and the intention for sex and you lay down. Nothing. So you're you're aware that I'm doing that. Yeah. But you're not initiating anything either. That's really interesting just to say you're aware of what I'm doing, so really you're not lost in what you're doing. You're just doing it. So I'm, it's like, okay, if you know I'm over there doing that and you're still not putting your phone away, then what is that? Because I think, just in my opinion, when we both come in the room, we just put everything else aside and then the initiation starts itself. It's like, oh, I just need a minute to finish this or whatever. I would give you that courtesy, I guess, is what I'm saying. I would give you the courtesy to say, oh, hey, I got to finish this real quick because that's that's what I do. Especially if I know you're laying there and you're frustrated. I just need another minute and then we're good. It's to me, it's that simple. If you're prioritizing your person. So I'm that's that is what I'm saying. I'm giving you that courtesy or I will give you that courtesy to explain if I need just another few minutes. I'm, I'm not going to intentionally let you lay there in frustration. 
I'm not trying to intentionally let you lay there in frustration, but you are not making any initiative moves at all. You lay there and you wait. The difference is when I want sex, I don't wait. I come out and I start doing something. I come out and I flash you. I tease you. I do something. Your attention goes immediately to, oh, this is what we're doing. Yes, because when you walk in the room, you're my priority. Okay. Then I will not use my phone when I go into the bedroom. I will leave it on the table. I will wait for you to come out of the bathroom, and we will go from there. And we'll see what happens. Okay. Because that, you're not getting it. Okay. You're not getting my side of what I'm saying. So I will concede to what you're asking, and we'll see if it changes. It's not that I'm not getting it. It's just that uh, you I don't. You are not getting it because the whole point is I want you to initiate it. I want you to do something, and you're not. Okay. So you're t- So what you're telling me is, you're intentionally sitting there on your phone because you want me to initiate sex with you and interrupt you on your phone. That's what you're asking for. You've never told me that, but that's that's what you're asking for. That's what I'm not getting. Well, because even if I put it down and you're laying there, you wait. You wait for me to do something. Sometimes you'll initiate and sometimes you just wait there. Yeah, if if I come in the room and you're on the phone doing something else, then yes. Even after I put the phone down, sometimes you just lay there and you wait. You're okay. waiting, you're waiting for me to start it. In my mind that makes sense because you're prioritizing other things. So No, I'm, in your mind that makes sense because then that would mean you're the priority. But if you're initiating that we have sex and you're not making the move to initiate the sex, where am I the priority? Your priority is that I'm supposed to put things down to make you the priority. So how do you make someone or something a priority? Like when, when you're doing something... Say, I'm doing nothing, and you're doing something. What action do you take to change priorities? What do you do? Well, what do you do when the lights are out, and I put my phone down, and you come cuddle to me, and you decided that you're not ready to just go to sleep yet? Usually, you start nuzzling me, you start touching me, you start kissing me, and things shift gears. Yeah, I do. Are you only doing that because I don't have my phone in my hand? I mean, probably. If, if, if we talk about having sex at night and then I come in the room after a shower, I know we'll have to close it down soon. And I come in the room because, you know, after I've had a shower, um, typically you can come in the room you can come in the room nude because I've already prepared and locked the door. And 
you know, as of late, we continue to have people come to the door at the wrong time. So I come in dressed for a purpose because I need to make sure the door's locked um, and make sure that we're all clear to go. But when I come in the room and you're on your telephone and after 10 minutes, you're not putting your telephone down. Now, to your credit, I haven't said anything. I'm going to tell you this. If you come and you lay down to me and lay down next to me and we've discussed doing something and for 10 minutes I let you sit there and I don't have the courtesy to say anything to you and you're going to tell me you don't feel like you're not the priority, then there you have it. Because, yes, my expectation is if you're going to change priorities, well, you could at least have the courtesy to say, hey, I just need 10 minutes to finish this up on my phone. That is just a courteous thing to do for your spouse, in, in my opinion. You don't want to do that? Then, okay, don't I do that. I already told you I would do that. I already told you I would do that. Okay, but you're sitting here saying that I don't get your point. And I do get your point. But I'm saying that that, that is like a courteous thing to do, so we don't continue to do this thing. Because that would be the goal, that we don't do this thing. But yes, our, I have admitted, when the phone's there, especially if you're there and you're not saying anything for 10 minutes, now I'm like, okay, I am not the priority, so I'm going to do something else, like go to sleep. That's really, I have a small window there of time I can do things before it's like, okay, I've got to get up for the gym. I'm not, I don't have the luxury of sleeping in later. So I need to move on to the next thing. But think about it. Sitting there for 10 minutes or so in silence. And there's no, hey, give me. Do I need to speak? Okay, fine. I will. I will concede that. And I will speak up every time. But if I continue to have to speak up every time, I just don't think that's cool. Because now you're not changing a behavior. Your expectation is that I have to change my behavior. And so I don't think in a, in a mutually beneficial relationship, I just don't think that's fair to both parties. If you disagree with that, I respect that. But if I'm making you the priority, I'm going to have courtesy. I'm going to have courtesy enough to say to you, I just need a few minutes so that I know. Because you go all the way back and it's like, you would come to bed and you wouldn't say anything. We wouldn't talk about a rain check. And it's like, well, what the hell? What about me? Yeah, but you're going back 12 years. That's not who we are anymore. I know that's not who we are anymore. Dude, we got to get her to work. Okay. Pause it and we'll come back and do more. No, we could just, uh, we could just call that the episode. We got to get our daughter to work. Or Jeannie's got to get her to work. So, that was a fun one. I had no idea what it was going to be. But... Uh, maybe we'll have another episode about this. Got kind of spicy. Anyway, that's how you work things out, guys. She is, she's Jeannie Moran. I'm Quincy Moran. And this is Man Versus Marriage. <laughs>